Hello friends, Crystal here, your vibrant BF. And do you ever have those days where your mind is going a million miles per second and all these ideas and downloads or uploads are coming to you in like this streamlined way? Like there's constant creativity, constant flow of thoughts and ideas and questions. That has been me today. The thing is, I've been able to bounce off ideas and conversation with close friends, which makes it even better because then you can go into these very deep realms of processing and thinking like these thought bubbles, if you will. And it's very empowering to be connected to people who get it and who can kind of play in these portals with you. And for myself, today has been one of those days. And I thought, you know what? Let's jump on the mic. There has been so many things covered, so I just want to kind of focus on some of the highlights. During the conversation, I thought more people should hear this. More women specifically should hear this. And I don't know about you, but I hope that you have a group, a tribe, family, connection with other women in your sphere that you are able to process and talk and play in these spaces together, because it is literally proven, scientifically proven, the importance of having connection, especially as women. I think that is so important to have people, if you're a mother, to have other mom friends, if you're in the corporate world, to have other corporate friends, if you are married, to have other married friends, if you're single, to have single friends, because you're able to delve deeper and have a deeper understanding. So. Of course, you should have a variety of friends, some black friends, some atheist friends, some transgender. You should have an array of people in your sphere, right? Because it helps you to break out of your constructs and thinking in boxes. However, to have people that can truly understand where you're coming from makes it all the better. So one of the things we were talking about as we're going through one of our (laughs) deep dives was, man, I would love to create a space for other women to feel safe to talk and share these things because it's very important when you are going through life and holding all the things that life has to not feel that you're alone. And more often than not, we have all these devices to connect us, but many of us feel very disconnected from one another. So when you can find spaces and places and people that you can feel seen and heard It really does help validate not just your experience, but their experience. And when we can share the stories, we can feel more empowered to know that we aren't going through these things alone and questions and answers. And it's a beautiful space. So as we were talking about this and that and up and down and around and around, I was like, we should do a podcast. And that's one of the quick ways of just getting out. When I started talking about, man, we have so many things to share, so many different experiences, which goes to show there isn't just one way, right, of doing a thing. You don't have to follow the quote-unquote traditional path. There are so many ways. All the rules are made up. Nothing makes any sense. And when you can break out of those constructs and those norms and societal lies, essentially, indoctrinations, It allows you to really lean into whatever it is that you were put here to do for your limited time via Earthside. And my friend was like, oh, it was so good and it was just flowing. But when you said that, I immediately felt the pressure of like, oh no, 
what what's going to come out? What am I going to say? Is this too much? You know, like I said, I, I understand because I actually do have a podcast. I'm on here right now. And yet sometimes I feel like, am I showing fully myself? Like, am I showing up authentically? That's always my desire is to show up and to share from a very raw, vulnerable space. But you do, you get in your head and you're like, okay. So one of the things I thought about was like, what is too much? Is that even a thing? But I thought, think about us as being humans, right? We're all humans. We all have the flesh suit. And though this may be our bodies, we don't walk around completely naked. We are covered. There are aspects of us that everybody doesn't get to see. And you can still show up authentically without showing everything. So when is it too much? When is it not enough? When should there be more? And that's a case-by-case scenario, right? But it was just one of the things that made me start to think about how we are showing up, how I am showing up, how I've been showing up. And if you feel like, I feel like there's more I want to share, I want to be more vulnerable, then chances are that's asking you to maybe take off your coat. One of the things that I know about myself is I love sharing in a story form. I love giving an analogy of what I'm trying to articulate. And more often than not, it's received very well and I'm able to easily put it into a storybook-esque format. So for example, take off your coat. You don't walk into someone's home and completely get naked. That's just not realistic in most cases. However, I mean, there could be some cases where that may be, but you don't show up at people's house and immediately take off all your clothes. You come into someone's house and maybe take off your coat. If it's cold, possibly a hat. And as time goes on, you feel more and more comfortable. Maybe you don't come as dressed up anymore, and maybe you start to become more relaxed. And the process happens naturally over time. And depending on the space, depending on the environment, you are going to feel more comfortable to show up just you without all of the clothing or even the makeup or even all the hair and et cetera, et cetera. And that's a perfect depiction of our life, showing up as ourselves And we want to put our best selves forward, whether that be you wearing makeup or not, whether that be depending on how you style your hair or depending on what outfits you choose to wear, depending on what shoes you decide to wear. All these things is a case by case scenario. And one isn't right and one isn't wrong. There could be someone that shows up constantly in full attire. But I feel like when we can really show up without the makeup, without the clothes, the heels, and show up in just our natural state. And that doesn't necessarily have to be your birthday suit, but it's just you without the coverings. What does that look like? What does that sound like? How are you speaking? You don't feel like you have to hide if you are crying. You don't feel like you have to cover up if you aren't feeling well. That is the same aspect of having a space, having a tribe, of people that get it, that hear you, that hold space for you. That is the beauty of connection, the beauty of a safe space. So I want you just to think about your life for a moment. I want myself, I've been thinking about my own life. I'm constantly in thought of where I'm, how am I feeling? Who's in my life? Where am I at in my life? And this is the thing, not comparing, because comparison is a thief of joy not looking at someone else's journey because we are all are on our own paths, but checking in with yourself and even removing these expectations that society has put on you, even from an early age. Oh, I'm 30. I should have this. I'm 40. I should be here. I'm 50. I should be doing this. Who said? 
What are the rules, conditions, places, spaces that you want to be in? What does that look like for you? And of course, that is first creating safety within yourself. You are your home. Creating safety within. Being safe to trust your instinct. Being safe to think about the things that maybe aren't polite or I shouldn't think that. Who said? Or I shouldn't feel this way. Who said? Again, really creating a space of safety first within and then connecting with those that also can hold a safe space for you. And the thing is, spaces change. There may be spaces that once felt safe that no longer and being able to trust yourself to say, you know what, I no longer feel safe in this environment. And you want to check in with yourself. Are you shaming yourself or are you in a space that makes you feel as if you cannot be safe and there's this level of protection? Is your instincts telling you, hey, this is not a safe space. This person does not have your best interest and really listening to those red flags. Okay, so again, how do we create safety within ourselves? One of the first ways is being honest. And I tell people, journaling is a great way. You're not critiquing, this is just for you. This is not going to an editor. This is just your thoughts. There are no rules. You can write as sloppy, you don't have to spell it correctly. Just what comes up? What are you thinking about? Write it down. This is one of the best ways to really start opening up and being honest with yourself because you can only meet others to the level that you can meet yourself. So being honest with yourself will help you to be honest with other people in your sphere. And then if you are able to create beautiful relationships where you can feel safe, where you do feel safe, even better, and then you can express with those people and allow that magic to transform because people we meet are either our mirror, our teacher, or expander. And they can be a mixture of these things. And when we look at people from this capacity, it really helps us to get even more honest with ourselves and going even deeper with ourselves. We are multifaceted. We have full spectrums. Again, it's not about being inauthentic if you're not showing up completely naked. And it's also not about continually keeping our coat on. It's finding a balance and finding a flow and finding a rhythm and finding a space that feels comfortable for us. And we are being led by our intuition to know when it is safe to take our shoes off, to take off our coat, to take off our sweater, to feel more relaxed, to put our hair up or whatever the case may be. You are free to listen to yourself because you feel safe within yourself. Okay, so journaling is a great way to start getting really honest and open with yourself, having people in your sphere that you feel safe and sharing, 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 sharing. This is where the magic really, really happens. I love being able to share with other women and allowing them to feel safe. I am definitely the mother that you can tell me your kids are complete assholes with. I am not going to make you feel bad. I am going to cheer you on to be like, yes, let it out. You are not a bad mother because your children are assholes. That's a default. They, they are. You can love them and they can be amazing. Again, it's not one or the other. Two truths can exist at the same time. So I am also the friend that is going to let you talk about how stupid your spouse is. Like, no, literally, if you've been married for longer than 12 minutes, you, you get it. I'm not going to make you feel bad about how you feel. Your feelings are validated. And I want to go further than that. I'm very much a believer in accountability. And everything that happens, 
to us, about us, around us, sometimes has nothing to do with us and being able to create a space and to create a caveat, if you will. So when our kids are going through, our spouses are going through, our parents are going through, understanding that doesn't necessarily have to do with you, but you are obviously going to be affected. But creating a buffer is where the magic is. Creating that resilience is where you are able to hold your space, your truth, your safety, while also holding space and safety for those around you. So What I want you to take away from today's episode is first and foremost, you are your first safe space. And creating that safe space can be done numerous ways. I gave an example of journaling as one and trusting your instinct and listening to what feels safe to your body. Your nervous system isn't going to lie to you. Now, your nervous system can definitely be off. So you need to understand and make sure you have resilience in there. And that's going to be you cultivating a safe space for you to feel your feels and to get to the root of why it is you do and think the way you do. Now, this is going to be a continual process. But once you get to a space where you feel safe to trust your intuition, then you can start feeling safe to open up into environments that feel safe to your nervous system. And once you have a beautiful tribe of people that you can create these pockets of peace and joy and validation even better, and you're able to share your experiences open and freely, that is where you're going to cultivate this beautiful harmony within yourself. Because being able to first feel safe within yourself is going to allow you to feel safe with others. And once you are safe with others, you can share your experiences because it's beautiful when we can come together and share and to know that we are not alone. There are over 8 billion people in this world. We are far from being alone, even though society will make us feel like sometimes we are alone. There are more with us than against us. If you open up and allow your true tribe to come in, people that really do validate how you feel, where you're at, and love you and hold space for you. And again, that has to first happen with yourself. You have to first validate and love and hold space for yourself. I hope today that you feel empowered to first trust yourself, to lean in to your intuition, to feel safe within yourself, to feel safe within your body. And I encourage you to continually showing up in your authenticity so that you can attract your true tribe and they too can feel safe in their authenticity and create a beautiful space of harmony, a beautiful space of love and validation and empowerment. If you like today's episode, make sure you let me know. I love to hear back. I love the feedback. Be sure to follow me over on IG at VibrantBF. And until next time, friends, bye-bye.